Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit subscribe as well as the like button. What's good, man? How you been? I've been better, bro. No, I'm joking. <laughs> That's a weird way to start the podcast. No, I'm doing great, man. Had a uh, nice little four-day weekend. I uh, had some family in town uh, to kind of like help me bring in the house a little bit. Um, bro, but these are the reminders of like how we're not in our 20s anymore because it was essentially Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, just like Bender. Like, bro, just like absolutely no respect for my body whatsoever, drinking around the clock, um, fucking eating whatever. Like, dude, I sent a picture to my boy because uh, he was asking, yo, how, how was, you know, the family, blah, blah, blah. And it was yesterday. It was all from work. It was like 11 a.m., bro. And I was literally rolling joint with my girl outside in my backyard while my aunt made us breakfast and i'm just like <laughs> life is amazing right now bro. <laughs> like, 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 nice. just so, Wait, so yeah my body incriminate you but is that legal out in florida or no um sure nice <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> um but yeah dude it was just uh it was a great yeah, it was a great weekend man how about you man um what did i do this weekend Nothing really. Me and my girl, we went to this spot to get some quesadillas that we like. Um, the funny thing is the place is... She's back, she's back in town. Uh, well, she came back to LA uh, okay. to hang out. The place we went to is not like authentic Mexican by any means, but the the way they make the quesadilla is it's very... It's kind of fluffy. And I don't know. When I eat this quesadilla, I feel very clean after Sometimes, sometimes I'll go to the super authentic spots and it's just like a ton of shit and it's super good. But after, as soon as I'm done eating it, I'm like, I regret this shit so much. And this is like the the whitewashed version of quesadillas that like someone who's um, keeping tabs on their physique might. Yeah, try yeah, to yeah. Eat. Which is I feel like most of the LA scene, right? Which is um, good and bad, I guess. Because sometimes, yeah, you are getting like watered down version of, of food. Um, nice, dude. Uh, any uh, so besides that, anything else? Oh, nothing really. Um, I did record, fi finally recorded a new song. So I have two finalized songs that I uh, finished recording over the past couple of weeks. The second one completed this weekend. So I'm working on like the cover art stuff. Okay. Were either of these features though, or just you? Just me. Um, nice. The goal is to start doing like more collaborations. It's just, well, these ones were kind of things I had already personally been working on. So it wouldn't really make sense to have someone sure, sure, on it sure. but i'm hoping to do more collaborations especially with uh my dude boa who um is releasing a lot of music and i feel like our styles uh, have a lot of similarities so i'm hoping we can create some sort of banger just haven't um planned that part out yet nice and what's the plan for these two songs you just finished like as far as rollout a rollout uh i want to uh figure out the cover art first um so i'm working with a couple people on that and then one of the songs I'm, I'm getting mastered. So he's like tweaking the vocals and shit like that. In terms of timeline, I'm hoping to release them both within by early March. Oh, so probably, super probably not the same day though. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the weird thing is that March is Monday. <laughs> I looked at my calendar today. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, so we'll figure it out. That is kind of weird that it is on Monday. Um, is yeah. the cover art guy the same person who did the last one? No. Um, so it'll be someone new this time. 
Oh, because I was thinking it might be like a cool concept. To like, I mean, I don't know if the guy who did the last one has the rights, but like, like your caricature was so fire. Yeah. It's like almost like having him doing other things. You know yeah. what I mean? Like hop out a car, like in a pool, or like just like because that caricature is just so fire, bro. For sure. No, I appreciate that, and I was thinking of that literally the other day. But unfortunately, and I don't want to give it away、uh, to the listeners yet, but that car- caricature won't work for.、Uh, it just like wouldn't work for these songs. You wouldn't know until you hear it. I got you. I got you. It'd just be kind of weird.、Um, so、uh, I'll probably bring it back like once I have concepts that aren't like super specific. Like, I got you. We'll figure it out. Nice, dude. Yeah, I'm excited for that.、Um, yeah, dude. It's funny. Just March is literally like less than a week away, bro. So I'm going back to the office tomorrow for the first time in like almost, dude. I mean, my mom passed. My last day at the office was March 11th of last year, which is only three weeks away. So, bro, almost、mm-hmm. a full year of no office experience.、Um, so, which is wild, bro. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go back like once. Once a week, or maybe once every other week, dude, just to get some fucking synergy going. You know what I mean? Like just to fucking be around people. Like the cool thing about having people over from my my house the other day was like, dude, there's like just an energy from like cut like working with people, like just being around people, right? So I'm hoping I get that because I mean, at least for me, like the work has gotten not monotonous, but just like, dude, you can only do so much on Zoom to like actually feed off like the whole like excitement of working from home. I feel like it's fading off. So I feel like、mm-hmm. it'd be nice, just like you know, be around people, rub shoulders with them,、uh, all wearing masks or whatever. But just you know, ideas flowing when you're actually in the room with someone, as opposed to like, well, I don't really want to fucking call them. Like I'll just hit them up on Teams. Like let's see if they respond, kind of thing. So yeah,、um, I'll give you guys an update on that. But kind of excited about it because、uh, I think it'll be nice just to you know break up the week, go midweek, do it twice a month, and just you know. Hopefully that leads to,、uh, to some, some better、uh, quality of work as well by me. Yeah, I think that's kind of the ideal environment. I personally would prefer is the option to go in a couple times a week versus just completely coming in five days a week or not you know, coming in. That, at I feel、all. like that can't happen, bro. Like I would just、mm-hmm. hope that companies are just so aware of like, do a lot of companies are getting the same exact production, if not more, from their workers now. I'm like, bro, you can't just start forcing people back in the office full time. Like, that's gonna be such、no. a drastic. Because there's a, there's a lot of like new habits and people habits and shit that people have developed. I feel like, for instance, like I cook way more now, or I get up a little later now, or I just find it easier to plan certain things. I can fucking get a haircut at lunch or whatever. Yep. And you can't really do that shit unless you happen to work near like all the different. Uh, places you frequent,、um, and then you're not wasting. Depending on where you live in LA, a lot of people waste per day two hours on just commuting, which is a fucking nightmare and a lot of wasted time if you think about it.、Um, so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to these companies kind of reinventing the way they think about productivity and being in the office. Hundred percent, though, and also what's wild is like again, I wasn't into investment as I like kind of am now or looking into it, but like how like back in the day, like the commercial real estate market was like the cash cow over. Like, dude, I remember like a couple of friends of mine, like their husbands were in commercial real estate. I'm like, he's like fucking driving a fucking Range Rover. I'm like, yeah, Jesus, that was like, my dream. Like, 
Yeah, exactly. Because, like, yo, you're always going to need places that people go work from or shop at. Like, yeah, commercial real estate. That's a guaranteed breadwinner. And now everyone's like, man, we don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he would have never thought this shit would have happened. Dude, we don't need this. We're good. We just work from home. We got, got a laptop. You're good. <laughs> Make yeah. it happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So wild, bro. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely give an update to the squad uh, when we hop on next week. But obviously, dude, we have a lot of information to get to. We're going to name this one episode 62, Bobby's Back. So I think we've been talking about Bobby Schmurda finally being released for some time now. I think we were teased where his um, his boy was released, what, like a month and a half ago or two months ago, it feels like? I think like a month ago. A month ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess like we were all like anticipating, anticipating this moment. Um, and then there was like random reports where like he's coming out like months ago and then they're like, oh, they extended it back out for another couple of years. And it was like, oh no, he's coming out this week. So um, your initial thoughts and excitement around just about him being released. Yeah, I mean, I'm personally excited just because he's one of the few rappers who live their words and like abided by the rules that all these rappers claim they live by. Um, so it's just dope to see like a sane up person, even though he wasn't doing uh, anything particularly angelic within his community. Uh, it was just dope to see him like stick to his guns and and stick it out for his his day ones. Um, but uh, there is a part of me that's kind of like, all right, like we should. I, like I want to celebrate it like mostly from a musical standpoint yeah. but I think we need to like calm down a little bit on like all this like King Talk and shit like let's so explain 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 that King Talk I'm, talk, I'm talking about just like within like you know, I ain't even brought it up it's like we spent a lot of time congratulating people coming home from prison rather than like graduating or getting your GED and shit like I always see it on World Star like Gucci Mane got his GED or whoever, whatever rapper we want to talk about. And it like kind of gets brushed under the rug. But like yeah. when a rapper comes home from prison, doesn't matter if they fucking murdered or contributed to a murder of like one or 10 people. People are just happy to see someone kind of uh, just make it home and, and find their way around the law yeah. and come back and make dope music again. And, be free enough to still talk about all the the negative shit they might have done or will do i i just don't want him to come out of prison and then just fall right back into it like promoting the wrong shit like we 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 clown six nine for coming out of prison and saying the same shit so i want to see at least some effort of like evolution from bobby Schmurter to be like yo this shit was fucked up like i went through this and that as opposed to just i'm gonna shoot a nigga now and like all this stuff Damn, but if you had to put money on, which one do you think you're gonna get? Uh, he's a hundred percent the fucking the ladder <laughs> yeah. shooting. I already yeah. saw a video of him with the lighter point, yeah. pointing yeah. fake guns and shit at the camera. <laughs> but it's like yeah. for me, that's just entertainment, so I don't really give a fuck. And I I do enjoy that music, so I can't be a hypocrite. But I just it it, it confuses me when I feel this way about his music, but then people want to get angry at like a six nine or whatever other street rapper we want to we want to throw in here like kodak or some shit sure 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 yeah i mean so my thing with him like it's it's weird though bro because obviously i remember that time in what he's been gone for like six years i think some shit like that i think yeah, he yeah. Went out in 2015 or something right 
something like that, right? So it, it definitely was like 2013, 2014, where he had like his biggest buzz. Like, um, it was a fucking uh, hot nigga came out. Like that was the hottest song literally in the streets. Like it was the biggest song in the fucking world. I think it's confirmed. Like it's like five times platinum or something ridiculous, right? But bro, it's so, like, I don't know if I'm that excited for the music though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't remember that many Bobby Schmurter. Again, I hope I'm the only one who thinks like this, so this can go fucking viral. But I generally believe this, bro. Like, I don't, like, I'm not that, like, I'm, I'm like, cool. Like, I'm excited he's out. Like, I'm excited, like, from everything you said and more. Like, he, his best friend got, you know, busted. He didn't stitch on his fucking homies. He fucking, yeah, I'm gonna do this bid and be loyal. And when I get out, we'll get back to whatever we need to get back to. Uh, which I think is what's going to happen, bro. I think we're going to see the same exact things from him from before. Uh, maybe smarter people around him. Um, because the weird, the weird thing is, bro, like, maybe it's cool, but, like, it's like everyone in the industry has his back. I think, like, uh, Quavo picked him up in a jet. Uh, Young Thug had a chain winning. Like, it's like every, like, yeah, Chris yeah. Brown is saying, you know, I respect you, my brother. Like, the, the king is back. I'm just like, the, where the fuck was all this before? Because I've... I, I, I feel like if you had all the support, cases can go away. You know, like, I may not, I don't know anything about the trial, but I'm just saying, I remember like when Tupac was like in jail for however many years and then Shook Knight came through and was like, I can get you out. And then he was out. So it was just weird how like, you know, again, maybe because he couldn't get snitched, no one got involved, but it's just weird how all these power players were all like supporting him and waiting for him to get out. But then, like, where kind of was that when he was in, like, to get him out sooner? Maybe, maybe I'm bugging. Maybe that wasn't even possible. But my bigger point I is, think... like, I don't. Go ahead. No, no, go. I think my bigger, bigger point, point is, like, I don't know if I'm just that excited for the music. Like, I'm excited that he's out. But fam, like, I am not waiting up till midnight on fucking whatever March fifth, waiting for a drop of his. Like, I'm. Yeah. Like, he's not that artist to me. Like. The idea of him is phenomenal. Like, bro, that song was a banger, and I respect that. But I mean, it was really just like kind of two songs that we kind of fucking know like him that were that big. Um, and again, maybe I just wasn't a big enough uh, Schmurda fan back in the day to know the bigger catalog. But it just for me, like, I'm not that hyped for the release. Like, for music release, I'm hyped that he got released from prison, live his life, young black man, do your thing, make money for your family, your community. But at music, like, you have to fucking buy me more or sell to me more because I currently right now I'm not like oh my god when's that first album dropping like, I need to hear that shit mm -hmm. and I remember you mentioned that to me I will say if, if you want to check out his songs and I'm not even pretending like I know his catalog I know like three songs but Bobby's Bitch is fire other I love that song Twitter's uh, is dope that's pretty much all I know part of it has to do with the fact that we don't have much music out if this was like peak Drake era or something where like, you know, him and Lil Wayne and all these other people were releasing music, I probably wouldn't really care. But I think it's, it's almost like, and the reason I think there's so much support for him is, is we've almost categorized him as just like, like Iron Man of the Avengers or some shit. Yeah. Uh, where if you if you talk crazy about him or anything like people are looking at you crazy I, I remember when Avengers came out like people were on Iron Man's nuts and Bobby Shmurda is like lit, the, quite literally the opposite of Takashi so it's if you don't support him it's almost like you're supporting Takashi that, yeah yeah so, I can see that dude. especially and especially it's just so much easier now I think you even brought this up a few episodes ago where like it's easier for everyone to get behind 
um, Bobby, now that we have the example of 6ix9ine actually snitching, going to jail, coming out, and just like being hated by everyone, I think that in itself just makes everyone more enamored with Bobby. And I, it's more about that than the music. You know what I mean? Which again, isn't wrong, bro. Like, dude, whatever works for him, and like, I get it, you know what I mean? But if we're gonna have the same dialogue that we have about like 6ix9ine, I'm like, bro, at some point it has to be about the music. I mean, again, maybe not the first couple of releases, but at least to get my fucking buy-in and like me ready to fucking download and fucking stream this shit a million times. Um, I, I don't know, personally, I'm not there yet because I don't have enough of music. And what we got was like dope anthems but not something that I'm like, yo, I cannot wait for that album to drop because that's going to be the shit that sets off the entire year. And like, yeah. I'm not there yet. Yeah, I think it's kind of like Pop Smoke. Like, he died as soon as, <coughs> sorry, as soon as his music was popping off. So when that happened, it was like, the effect was astronomical. And I think that's why with Bobby Shmurda, it was crazy. I literally remember being at a club and they played Hot Nigga. Everyone's going crazy. I think he may have just gotten sentenced at this point and like the effect was that much more but if bobby was falling off and all this shit like i don't think people would care nearly as much it just yeah everyone's just thinking about the music and that's like my problem with the industry is uh that's d dictates like how people look at these people on a personal level it's like he bobby could fucking you know kill a dog with his bare hands on camera and it's like as long as the music's dope the music slaps yeah. <laughs> but people don't fuck with Takashi's shit so they there's like no reason to not hate him when he does all the other extra stupid shit you, well they don't fuck with it anymore though cause I yeah, think there anymore. was a time that we yeah. definitely cause remember his biggest thing was um, you know every song fucking charted top 10 mm -hmm. so like people fucked with it they just yeah. didn't I think they I think either he got lazy or he stopped getting good writers or mixture of both that and then the antics became too much and then he got arrested for, you know then snitched so i think it's just like all that shit just piled up against him bro i was just like bro we're not I, again at least i think us we're like dude we're not doing this anymore um but yeah dude again i'm happy bobby's back again if, if we get more songs like like what we got in the past that were bangers that's phenomenal but again i haven't been eagerly waiting for him to get out for the past six because i need more music to it's more so I'm just happy he's out because, bro, he seems like a decent dude who literally trying to make sure his his boy didn't get fucked over the whole legal process. Yeah. And if he had to stay down and be quiet for six years to come up later, like that shit I respect. Like I respect the person. I'm still waiting to figure out, do I really care for the artist? Yeah, and I, I'd agree with that. And I'm also curious to see, you know, if he's going to feed into this whole Takashi thing and it's going to be battle of who's king in New York. I feel like if anything, Takashi might instigate some shit. But I'm really hoping Bobby doesn't go the whole s snitching route and and try to fucking pump himself up because what he him be sitting in jail for wh however long speaks for itself. He doesn't have to prove shit. Yeah. Like don't follow the meek mill route where you're trying to prove that like you're a real one and shit. Like we don't we all know that already. Like you don't have to do it. And that more in in intrigued like how do you think it's gonna sound though because like i feel like the brooklyn rap scene has changed drastically bro so like uh. you know like was it gonna be more drill fetty not, not fetty well my bad um excuse his name uh 504 in pop smoke ish 
Is it going to be more of his old stuff? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm actually intrigued about that because, like, the Brooklyn sound, what it was when he went in to what it is now is totally different. So yeah. I'm just intrigued to see, like, where we're, like, is he going to do something his own thing just to be unique? Or is he just wants to be like, yo, this is popping right now. Let me do that shit real quick and then I'll figure it out later. Kind of. So, yeah. Okay, and then you wonder, like, yo, like, because, like, is it Tupac where, like, yo, you, you, you were in jail for how many years? You just have fucking notebooks and notebooks of fucking music ready to go? Or were you just there, like, yo, let me just work out and, like, you know, like, just, you know, I, that's what I'm intrigued by that um, to see, you know, how, what are we going to get from him? I think all the new, the newer Brooklyn dudes or the people who are making that sound are going to be on his nuts immediately and try to get him to hop on a track. Wouldn't be surprised if he's collaborating with Fabio Foreign and whoever else in the scene is doing big things. He gets things. a fucking random pop smoke verse we've never even heard of and like has yeah. on yeah, 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 like sure. they're definitely yeah. going to feed into all of that shit. He's going to have a whole album collaboration with Pop Smoke, like a posthumous thing that yeah, just yeah. comes out of the blue. Um, yeah. But he'll, I'm yeah. sure he'll still stick to his roots. Like, you know, the same type of shit that like ASAP Ferg and ASAP Rocky rap yeah. on. I feel like he'll stick to that sound as well. Yeah, again, I'm, uh, I think we're both saying the same things. Just like, yeah, we're definitely happy he's home. But um, I guess the excitement about the music dropping and hopping on his fucking uh, Instagram lives is, you know, him to sample or, you know, sneak peeks, sneak peeks of music. I'm just like, you know, we'll see. Yep. Cool. But you brought up a couple of things about 6 9 a few times. So uh, your boy drops music and was on everyone's IG live. So give the people an update on like what exactly happened there. Yeah. So 6 9 he dropped... Um... A new song, Zaza? I think it was called Zaza. Yeah, Zaza. Personally, nothing special. It wasn't bad. It was definitely better than most of the songs on his last album. But again, the video is just like 30 fucking strippers shaking the ass, him in the middle. And Which is every 6 9 yeah, song. Yeah, every 6 9 song now. So all the bloods have been replaced with uh, BBWs. Yep. And I, I'm just running out of... Uh, I guess interest in in him at this point. I was hoping maybe you do something unique, but all you did was throw Meat Mill in there. It was kind of funny just to see it, but not really. Um, and it's very clear that he relies on drama to fuel his career, which is why it's so frustrating when I see people like Meat Mill mention him, or even Lil Dirk, who doesn't directly do it, like kind of address it indirectly, like oh don't entertain the fuck shit you know all these like ominous random ass tweets and yeah, shit that you know are clearly about 6ix9ine yeah it frustrates me when they even do that shit because you guys are literally feeding the troll you know this helps his career meek mill even sued him or is attempting to for using mm -hmm. his likeness and stuff so i think that's the only part where like i side with him is like these these guys are stupid by doing that but him as a person like i don't like respect his antics he he has valid points but his delivery is awful like he's disrespectful and how he comes across with a lot of the stuff he says and then in the song though like, there's a the few of those lyrics are direct at like king vaughn and dirk right like your boy got killed and like, no one's talking about yeah, it I believe kinda... so something like that like no one slid, slid or something yeah which again if it's about i mean the lyrics were very disrespectful, bro. And obviously, I don't—I mean, I don't think it, the song was made before the whole Meek Mill incident, and they just threw Meek in the video kind of thing, which is whatever. But the song itself—I mean, it's not heat of the week, so we're not gonna save it for later. Um, but 
it's just wild how like yeah dude it's like very aggressive it's like it's the same shit he was talking about before now we know it's not true but then it's like damn bro like you're really still doing this um and it's your point bro like i don't understand how someone of meek stature is even remotely entertaining this bro like dude walk away like just as easy as that may sound bro like i think last week we were talking about more like it was annoying how like this is the the you had two people who were successful millionaires trying to figure it you know, and then still like ready to fucking risk it all even like a week removed from it it's like bro like what are you doing like you know exactly dude like the moment that happened he drops a video boom you're in it and it's like you're being fucking clown and then you're still like kind of responding and so yeah i don't i don't know how any of these guys were even letting him uh or wanted to jump on his ig live i think it was with friday uh was it reese and some other fucking people like affiliated yeah. with king vaughn like hey, bro what are you doing like why don't entertain this shit bro like if you literally if you don't hop on no one else is gonna fucking talk about this a week later um and yeah. i think his numbers on the video did crazy because people were just like oh my god someone's responding like let's fucking mm -hmm. so yeah dude i think this is just gonna help like this is gonna make him think like see it's work like he says it's see it's working i'm gonna keep saying the most disrespectful shit to see who fucking responds yeah and i i feel like meek low-key likes the attention like he he thinks he's being slick by responding and making a diss track and like profiting off of the situation but what he doesn't realize is it makes him look crazy because he thinks he's immune to it because he's like the street the voice of the streets and shit so anything uh, 6 9 does is like clown shit and a lot of it is but you look petty as hell just even entertaining it it's like it, it just doesn't look good on his part um and with the six nine shit, him on the live and stuff, even that was kind of messy to me. Cause then you had little Reese pulling out his gun on the live, showing it with like the obviously illegal extended clip or magazine. And I'm like, what the fuck are all you guys doing? You guys are all making money that we would be glad to have. And you're on IG live fucking weapons. just Ow. with weapons, mile, hundreds of miles apart like playing tough guy and it's like you guys are fucking stupid like either kill each other or don't talk about it but it's it's a really annoying to see this new era where people are going to twitter and instagram and posting guns and doing all this extra shit and even to people who aren't from the streets it just looks absolutely retarded for the hip-hop community dude it looks so retarded and it looks um I mean, dude, so let's take a step back to just me, because I think we have, like, another topic we're going to get into about him anyway, so we can have, like, an extended audio theory just on him right now, bro. So, the... Dude, I feel like there's a, some saying, bro. I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like, you can't keep getting mad if you're surrounded by clowns if all you do is go to the circus. Like, I feel like that's kind of what Meek has become these last, like, two years removed from the Champions album drop when he got released from jail. Because, bro, like, think about it, dude. When he got released from jail he was the people's champ bro like my man's getting the helicopter to the fucking sixers game he's ringing the bell at the game everyone's talking about him the album is phenomenal it does wonders and then his buzz just kind of went away after the grammys that he didn't he didn't win an album but uh, he didn't win an award and i feel like he's been reaching constantly to figure out what he can do to still be somewhat relevant right like he did an interview, I think, with Charlamagne the God, where he admitted he was on Xanax and Percocet the whole time he was beefing with Drake. Like, I guess maybe it's a Gardner interest and like, oh, like, he was just a little bit crazy. And then mm -hmm. no one talked about it afterwards, bro. 
than Nicky. I don't know, dude. It just feels like he's been relatively irrelevant the last two years. That I feel like this is even him trying to like low key like save his career and like maybe be the one who like ends six nine lyrically or some shit. Which again, like he was like, you can't fucking fight with a troll, bro. Like, no. even with Donald Trump, like, you can't stoop to his level because he's going to dog you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like 6 9 is legit the Donald Trump of his rap shit. Like, he's like, yo, if you even approach him in any kind of reckless way, you can't be more reckless than him. So, mm-hmm. like, dude, like, you're, you're going to lose, bro. And I wonder if it's just a mixture of, like, Meek really not feeling, like, the love or yeah, he's had a couple of songs that come out and it's like, don't do anything. Like, don't move the needle whatsoever. So maybe now he's thinking, yo, if I can be the one rapper who destroys this dude, you know, I'll I'll fucking do it. I think yeah, I think he's just trying to be a martyr. He's trying to he and we can get into that Kobe lyric shit eventually, but I think he really, really deep down wants to be loved as much as like Nipsey and Pop Smoke and all these other dudes. And dealing yeah. with his court case and shit, I think that probably made him a little bigger headed and he just feels kind of immune and like he has the right to say whatever he wants and no one can tell him this and that and it's like bro you're you're arguing over insignificant shit we all know six nine six nine snitched we all know no he can't rap like you can rap just leave him the fuck alone he's not doing anything to you he waits for for people to say anything about him or insinuate anything about him and then he goes in for the kill and then you guys and then he spits facts, but the fact that he is kind of like Donald Trump, even if he says water is wet, it just sounds crazy because he doesn't say it in a PC way. Um, so it's just a whole shit show. And with the King Von thing, I think uh, the only like when I sent you a video of this little uh, like four year old or something, uh, fuck Tuka, like shoot him, get his ass and kill him. He sent tweets like when I go to when I die, I'm gonna beat his ass in heaven and all kinds of shit. And just I was just thinking to myself, like, what would a mother think if they read this shit about their son? Like, I'm yeah. gonna go to hell or whatever and fucking beat his ass after I die. Like, that's just just as disrespectful as the stuff Six Nine's doing. So it, it really kind of boils down in a lot of ways to how much you fuck with the music. Um, to the to and that determines how upset you get when they do something that's morally wrong. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that, bro. And it's just uh, it's recklessness, bro. So I mean, reckless as well was. I mean, I personally think it was reckless. Uh, I know in hip hop they say like you know there's really no rules at times, but there are rules when it comes to certain lyrics. So um, the lyrics that's was it was it Meek on a it was a feature, right? The Meek song that he was uh he dropped that 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 line about Kobe. Uh yeah, I don't know if it was released, but um. He did drop that line in a snippet. I believe that was released. In a snippet? Okay. So it, so it was wasn't the... like he publicly advertised it. I, at least I don't think he did. Okay. So I know the song, and the line, the line was something around like, uh, I'm going out of my chopper like Kobe, something like that. Yeah. He said, if I, and the line doesn't make sense. And that's the biggest criticism is, yeah, he said something along the lines of, if I'm lacking, if I'm lacking, I'm going out with my chopper, which doesn't make sense because if you're lacking, you wouldn't have it on you. But, yeah, you said yeah, yeah, yeah. Out chopper like Kobe. Okay, so not clever, but it's like that line that we know what you're trying to say. Yeah. So like, I think we get it, but it's like, bro, it's really not that clever. And then do this. 
there's rules and then there's fucking rules like I know, like, the, the you go back to when we were kids, like, the Jay-Z and Nas beef, like, yo, you really never talk about anyone's baby mother, blah, 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 kind of shit. Um, so I think when Jay-Z had the line left condoms on your baby seat, people were like, that's pretty aggressive. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you should have done that. But, dude, Kobe is, dude, for our culture, bro, for the world, like, dude, one of our fucking, like, saints, bro, like, our most, dude, Precious thing was taken from us a little bit over a year ago. Um, no one's recovered from this, bro. Still, like no one. Meek Mill performed the day after, or the day he died at the Grammys, with a fucking massive Kobe thing right behind him, and saying "Rest in peace to Kobe and Nip," because he had that song for Nipsey that he dropped that night yeah. as well. And it's like, bro, like you more than anyone know the relevance of this man. So, like, if you use that line just for you to fucking garner, like, viral fucking views, that's trash, bro. And, like, you're no better than 6 9 Because yeah. in this situation, bro, it's like, bro, like, there was no need for that line, bro. And, like, mm. we know what you were trying to say, but you're just reminding us that Kobe died. And no one wants to be reminded about that shit right now. Unless it's in some kind of, like, positive way, like, damn, yeah. Kobe Love that dude, blah, blah, blah. I think like when Amine did it, like that song by Kobe, like that shit just yep. sounded like in the right vibe. But like, dude, no one wants to be fucking reminded about some, you know, our fucking hero dying. And then the line is a fucking like metaphor to you grabbing a gun. Like, bro, nah. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, bro, you're, you're, no, they're about to cancel you, fam. Like, you better just chill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just a lack of common sense. Uh, whenever shit like this happens, I'm, I'm like, I think these rappers get to a point where they their self-importance just exceeds a level to to where they think they can get away with anything essentially um and i think he even tweeted some shit like back on my savage shit like after all this backlash came towards his his way and yeah he's like don't let the media fool you into thinking i can't do this or something like something like around those yeah. lines and then vanessa shut his ass up by saying like yo this was uh you know distasteful and and all this other stuff and he definitely can't disrespect her because she's no, like, no, he's not responding to that bro he's, he's no. gonna just be that shit'll that's like permanent cancellation if he says anything bad about her um so yeah i think it was just another l and this fool thinks he's immune to it and he's not like i don't care how good you are at rapping if you do stupid shit you're gonna show your true colors and people aren't gonna fuck with you anymore yeah, dude. And the whole thing of, like, people thinking, like, he grew up and, like, jail changed up. Dude, maybe it did, bro. But, like, I still remember the meek that got bodied by Drake, bro. Like, that's the meek that I, in my heart, who I think is, like, that I still mm -hmm. see that. But, like, I understand yeah. when he came out, like, you know, people, everyone was fucking with him. I'm like, cool, man, let's give him a second shot. But, dude, again, we're, I think we're seeing when the buzz isn't there anymore, he's back to doing reckless shit. Yeah. And I hope he proves us wrong, but... I don't know. He's one of the few celebrities where I feel like I know who he is as a person just hearing all this shit. You know, some celebrities give him the benefit of the doubt. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. maybe Kanye's not really an asshole. It's just his persona and shit. Meek, I could see like getting pissed off and just feeling like he's in the right for everything that like comes his way. Yeah, yeah, and I can totally see I that, like bro. Because even like the like if you go back to the, the Drake beef initially, like bro, like that's literally like a friend's like 
brother slash label mate, and you're just gonna mm -hmm. fucking go off? Like, like you know, you're yeah. not even, like, you're not even thinking, bro, right. like, because you're in your feelings? Yeah, fuck him. It's like, what are you doing, bro? And he bullied Quentin Miller, academics, like, people who aren't street dudes. I think he even, like, had his crew fucking whoop Quentin Miller's ass. I think he threatened academics um and just petty shit he got mad at academics for posting negative shit about him and then got mad when academics wasn't posting anything about him and then i don't know he just seems like he's entitled i think that's like the best word i can think of that describes yeah. who he is yeah it's a weird way it's almost like how going to jail you think would have humbled him it seems like i think because of the uh the outpouring of support he got from being free i think that entitled him to think that you know, i'm like i'm good forever now you know what i mean and it's yep. where like, I don't I don't think he he I don't think he gets that people are gonna check him. And bro, if people weren't checking him for that fucking uh back and forth for Takashi, bro, they're definitely gonna check him for this fucking Kobe Bryant line. So um yeah, dude, it was just poor taste, man. And again, I know we like in hip hop we, like everyone says some outlandish shit and then we're all like but like there's certain things you don't say, bro. And I, I don't think a year and a week removed, or not even bro, it's not even uh it's a year and a month removed from Kobe dying. Like, dude, that's not the time, bro. And again, it's I feel like with certain people, bro, it's not in the era of like you know, us paying homage to someone, like you fucking bringing up death and a gun and violence. It's like, bro, like, whoa, do not associate fucking our hero with that shit, bro. Like, chill. Yeah, that, that too was the association. It's like, he's trying to be cool and like use his death to be cool. It's not like it followed up the line with, I'm going to open up a fucking basketball camp or something in his name. Like, he's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. yo, I'm a real tough dude. And here's a clever ending. Uh, and I'm going to use Kobe for shock value. Like, there's no... Yeah. No, nothing good about this shit at all that I could find. Yeah, because I feel like, like a, a funny association would be like shit like a lot of people, uh, I think Russ or maybe even Big Sean had a couple lines about like, I'm putting up mad shots like Kobe, but it was like drinking shots. It's like, hi, right, bro, we get that. I love it. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. You know, keep it moving. But like shit like this is like, bro, like you're literally making us think about his chopper going down. It's like, bro, like why the fuck would I want that image in my head? at any part of the fucking day like you know what right. i mean like so that's the that's the fucking like dude like, do not even see this and like what's crazy bro is like all these dudes have so many like you would think yes men their crew where like hopefully you would think someone of meek mill stature would have more people saying like bro i don't don't put that out bro like just it's not um but yeah dude we'll see what happens to him um, but again, I, I think we both would agree that's pretty, uh, pretty shitty line, and uh, definitely the backlash he's getting is, I feel, is definitely uh, warranted. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, fucking Twitter bans his ass for, or suspends him for like a week or two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, man. So do you want to go into a couple more things? Did you want to hop on Clubhouse now? What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Meek, kind of like uh, not being very respectful of you know of Kobe's passing. Um, I guess another pass that kind of snuck up on us or it doesn't feel like it's been a year uh, on June, oh sorry, on February 17th, it was officially a year since Pop Smoke's passing. So dude, like what are your like thoughts on like, cause it's wild to me that it's been a year. Cause like, I know you mentioned earlier, like the Bobby Schmitter thing, like he left at the height of this thing in jail. Bro, but I feel like Pop Smoke had a couple bangers, but then we got even more bangers after he passed away. And like he's been so consistently like for his team dropping songs and then deluxe version like it honestly as a 
fan of hip hop. It doesn't feel like he left. Mm-hmm. Whereas with um, Juice World, like yes, Juice World's initial numbers were fucking phenomenal because I think everyone was just like, what is it? What is it? But I think we already we already had two Juice World albums, so I think people heard the album like, all right, this is kind of similar. I'll peep it. Whereas with Pop Smoke, yo, this shit was very different from his two Meet the Woo mixtapes. So it's like, damn, bro, like we're like we're missing out on all of this. So it just feels like it's sad. But as a fucking fan, it feel I don't, I don't think it, it's hit me mentally that damn like we're not gonna get any more of this kind of does that make sense like i don't know it's just like yeah it feels very different to like other rappers or artists or celebrities dying like it it feels like he's been around this entire month because every month there's a new version of a song that's coming out like dude i just heard hello with a boogie like the proper first time like a month and a half ago and i'm like yo this is fire like what the fuck so it's just like it's been kind of hard to really like wrap my head around the fact that he's not even here because it feels like he's still here yeah, no, I'd agree with that. And I, I forget where I heard that maybe Charlemagne or something said it, but Pop Smoke is one of the few rappers that is deceased that feels like he never really went away. Um, and, and anytime I hear his voice, I'm always like, oh, is this a new song? When's the next thing coming out? Like not even thinking about him not being here, like literally yep. just like considering him almost like a new artist. And I think a lot of it might have to do with the fact that he kind of emerged during COVID. So we we aren't familiar with like seeing him on TV and at concerts and shit like that. So we just are attached to the voice really. And I'm sure he has a ton of unreleased stuff. So yeah, that's a really good point, bro. That's a really good point. Like a lot of people have never really got the chance to see him in concerts really, unless you like from New York, right? So yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that definitely has a play a part with it, right? Cause you're just used to him. We're kind of so you're used to just listening to him. We're not used to like seeing him on tour. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. So I, I think that definitely plays a lot into it. Like a lot of the artists, new artists I listen to now, half of them I don't even know what the fuck they look like. Like I don't think they have any sort of shows coming up, and they're just like in the back of my mind. And that's kind of like how Pop Smoke is for me. Um, I don't really have any image to attach him to to attach to him other than like the music videos and stuff that I've seen before. Whereas Juice World, you know, we saw him in person. Uh, I, I saw him walking around in public and in interviews and all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, oh, he was a human that existed out in the real world yeah. for a good amount of time. Yeah, 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 for sure. So what, what about now though, like us like being retrospective about it for uh for pop like uh like what kind of sentiments do you have now moving forward about him not being being here a year a year on uh it's obviously sad but i I feel like if there's an everlasting kind of legacy that he left it's the new sound that he helped popularize um i'm hearing those beats more and more like even when i was going through my rounds to figure out like cover art for my songs and stuff people Mm -hmm. Some of these people post uh, examples of previous customers and a lot of the amateur stuff that I heard were like pop smoke, clearly pop smoke inspired. Like they were rapping mm. on like Fabio foreign type beats, dr- uh, New York drill beats. And I was like, oh, he definitely left an imprint um, that will be here for a long time. So I think it's dope that he, he left his mark on the world. Similar to what I was talking to you about with the whole DMT thing 
I'm sure he's his existence continues on in yeah some other realm, and he la- left his legacy in that um, form. So um, at least he was able to do that. Yeah. So same, dude. Like all, all the same sentiments. It's like uh, you're grateful. We're grateful that uh, I guess the world got to actually get a taste of what Pop Smoke had to offer. Uh, that it's still sad that we won't get you know much more of that because obviously I mean they put a deluxe version out of his album like I don't know how much more content we're gonna get like even when he's on that um, Kid Cudi and Skepta song show out I was like oh shit you know what I mean mm-hmm. but even that was like a tiny little thing because they just didn't have I mean it just seemed like they didn't really have that much more content to to offer so yeah I mean it's just it's sad bro like I mean again I remember um, you know when XX got killed you know 20 years old. Um, same thing here, 20 year old gunned down. Like, that's the idea of that, just sad, bro. Like, I mean, at 20 years old, I was, I'm still figuring my life out now at 32. Like, I couldn't even imagine if, like, my life was taken away from me at 20. And then you think how much these guys achieved at that age. It's like, damn, bro, like, how much more could have they, they could have done for themselves, their family, their community, the music scene. And so, like, that's the sad part, bro. But, um, yeah, so rest in peace to him. Rest, uh, obviously, salute to his friends and family who knew him best because. Uh, I'm sure as as like we just said like or I, like I said like you know for us it doesn't feel like it yeah, I'm sure it feels like it for them every single day that they don't have him around you know being infectious or you know all those little you know candid videos that they posted of one of the videos for him like he just seemed like a really fucking cool dude to be around um, mm-hmm. and I think as a as an outsider we it, he just has a deep voice I think we assume that he's like a 30 year old but you know his family and friend and like peers like damn this dude was a fucking child you know what i mean so yeah um that has to hit them obviously on a way deeper level than we'll ever fucking understand for sure and not to make this like a racial thing but i was thinking about his robbery and just how like it doesn't seem like these these targeted attacks take place at homes of like say i don't know a wealthy white person or just a wealthy person that isn't a rapper uh at their location like this level of aggression i'm curious if you think it's because they feel like if they target these rappers that especially the ones who claim the streets and shit that they're not gonna go to the authorities or like the the uh consequences will be lesser do you think so like like, oh if we rob pop smoke like and get his chain and he identifies one of us He's gonna use the streets to handle it. He's not gonna call the FBI and shit or something. Well, I mean, the thing is that like, so if it wasn't for this specific case, wasn't this like proven to be like a rival gang? Well, so they, from what I saw, at least online, it was Hoover Crips and that's like an LA based gang and kind of has nothing to do with Pop Smoke at all, really. From what I'm aware of. Okay, because I thought it was something about, yeah, that like they like, just the crip affiliation but like not entirely there so like when you you know when a a crip from new york comes to la you kind of need to do a couple things to make sure you're good to go in the area um but yeah dude i'm sure that plays a part in it like you know like yo like let me go fucking rob this uh this hood dude even though he's in a fucking nice neighborhood because yeah he's not gonna call the cops on me like and if he pops off we'll handle it accordingly um so yeah i'm sure that plays a part in it bro but like it's also like a lot of fucking like we don't know pop smokes like gang background right like we he claims crip so bro he may have you know done some shit to some people that had a, affiliates in la and they're like yo he's out there go get him kind of thing so mm-hmm. 
dude, it's just, you know, we don't know. Like, kind of the same thing with Bobby Schmerner. Like, yo, we don't know what he went in for, really. But, like, all right, you know, wish him the best of luck. So, same thing with Nipsey we were talking about last week. It's like, bro, like, there's a there's so many reasons why these guys are targets, bro. Like, it's whereas yeah. fucking, I'm sure Heidi Klum, you know, isn't saying some wild <laughs> shit on Project Runway. Heidi Klum's a crip, low-key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, she's not saying some wild shit on fucking Bravo every week that makes people fucking want to fucking attack her or whatever. So, um, yeah, man, yeah. that's a gift and a curse of, like, you know, this hip-hop shit, unfortunately, if you go that route, right? Like, I mean, like, I personally don't think Kid Cudi is fucking being targeted on some, like, you know, aggressive level of shit because, you know, he doesn't claim that shit. So, you know what I mean? Like, they, I feel like they kind of, just, like, Pharrell, you know, Pharrell can say... You know, I I'll snitch, and everyone's just like, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, what happened? So yeah. I just think, bro, it's like some of these like like the Casanovas, the Nipsies, the, like that that type of rap, bro. Like you're just putting yourself out there because all you do is say something. So yeah. at some point, like people are gonna think that's exactly who you are. So they're gonna be terrified of you or try you and see what happens. Yeah, and to your point, I think those dudes are expected to check in. When Jaden Smith goes to New York, you know, you're not having the train nine bloods telling him to check in and shit. Like right. he's just doing his thing because he's not claiming anything. But I guess it's a whole different ball game when you claim a set and like you're on someone else's turf. Um, yeah. Whole different conversation, bro. Yeah. I don't think, uh, yeah, Kanye, Big Sean, Jaden, like Jack Harlow is not fucking checking in, you know, on some shit when he fucking pulls up to LA. Like, yeah. so it's just, it's just different, bro. And they're like exposing themselves, I think by, yeah. I mean, again, not to be, again, rest in peace to him, but he, he did fucking post his address on his Facebook live. It's just like, that's not okay. Like, you know, when you're a target like that, um, I think it's not okay for any artist, like any celebrity, because mm -hmm. it's just wild. Like these fucking stalkers or murder, like it's wild. But again, for someone who's claiming a certain lifestyle, and you're, they, they assume you're by yourself, that that's the dangerous part. But it was also crazy to me that I was thinking about this when just thinking about his death, because I remember I went to the XX, you know, um, thing when he passed away. Bro, what was wild to me is like, when when XX, I, I guess at the moment I was still so shocked by it. Like I wasn't like, dude, but remember the video of him like just in his car, like head leaking? Yeah. And how like that was everywhere, bro? Like that was motherfuckers first instinct to get their phones out and let me film this shit and put it on snapchat or ig live like that was the first thing bro because when we saw it like i think we were all like bro this can't be real like no one would do this and bro that, mm -hmm. that's just the wild part of me bro like it, it it wasn't anyone like grabbing him trying to rush him off you know get the cops like put him in the car take him to the hospital it was just like that so like that just again this is like a complete side note but again another celebrity young murdered but that was probably one of the most just it, it, it popped up to my head like a week ago like that was probably one of the most disturbing things i've ever seen in my life um mm. and how like like i can see now why um celebrities really don't fuck with people you know because um dude i actually watched the um the new york Times thing on britney on britney spears like free oh, britney like whatever. Whole free britney movement bro watch that shit um i highly recommend it bro because uh you can see how we're the ones that made her like we like the the outside meet like made her crazy because bro that that shit was drastic the changes that happened to her bro mentally and dude she's having interviews where she just starts crying and like Wait, how did we make her crazy though 
She was my middle school. Oh, every man's straight male's middle school and elementary school crush. Dude, no, just like the idea of like the constant need of media to just be open or business, right? So like obviously like there was a like us fucking buying the magazines, right? And like, dude, at that point, um, Instagram wasn't a big thing back then, right? So the only way to get pictures of these fucking people was the paparazzi. Dude, this paparazzi fucking dude, she can't do anything. Like, bro, it's like just in her face. And dude, the show with Justin Timberlake is is wild, like the way that um you know the he media betrayed her. yeah the way they broke up and then and he like and her like him you know he said some wildest shit which i think got a pass back then mm-hmm. because we didn't hear them that often so it was just like whatever it's not a big deal but yeah dude so i can see how the media plays a pretty drastic role in making these celebrities a certain way which is why i think a lot of celebrities just don't fuck with anyone bro because i remember a couple of times like I've asked for a picture and like the feedback is like, chill, bro, chill. I'm just like, that's kind of fucked up. But then like, you see this shit like this, you're like, bro, that's why, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like, bro, like you're not the only person asking. Yeah, like 3,000, get in line, nigga. There's yeah. like 30 other people right yeah. here. <laughs> exactly, bro. So yeah, man, it's just wild to me, bro. So yeah, I highly recommend checking out that Britney thing because I think it's on Hulu, if I'm not saying. But yo, really good. Um, we'll change perspective about her a lot, I think. Cause I went to it like, yo, this bitch is crazy. Like, stop. No, but yo, I completely get now why she is the way it, it, she is and how like, dude, mental health in the late 2007s or whatever, like, dude, was not being talked about the way it is now. Like everything you see from her, bro, is a complete mental health breakdown. And like, it was just like, oh, she's crazy. You know, she's you know, going crazy. And it's like, but like, not whereas like now, I feel like the entire world, like, oh, stop. We need to fucking help her out, blah, blah, blah. So. Just a very uh, interesting little um, snippet of like trying to understand like why celebrities really don't fuck with like people and the media. And dude, another thing like that came out of for me was like how Instagram, I think like low key like saved a lot of these people from losing their fucking minds. Like it's crazy because we think like social media is like this crazy thing for all of us, right? Like we're just like obsessed yeah. with the likes. But I think the social media aspect actually helped celebrities take control of what is showed to the world. So they didn't have to deal with the whole paparazzi shit as crazy as it is now or was then. Because, yo, I can post a fucking nude of myself if I want. I don't need you posting whatever you want of me and then, you know, having to deal with the repercussions of that. So that was a cool little take as well. Dope. And that that actually made me think of something. So uh, I always felt like I was one of the few people that never hated Justin Bieber. Like, remember at a certain point, people... It was like when he started hanging out with Lil Twist and shit and like thought he was yeah. like hood. People fucking hated this kid, like sending death threats, hope he would die and shit. And I'm like, you guys are fucking wild. And like, you know damn well if you're 18 with that much money, you'd be doing some dumb shit. But people still hated him. Yeah, doing worse for sure. All this motherfucker did was egg some houses, piss on a couple people, big deal. But and drive um, his car really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Like douchebag shit that I would do for sure if I had that if much. You're money. seventeen with a Lambo, bro. Like, what, yeah. what else am I gonna do with it? Fucking go the speed limit. <laughs> and the, so I came across this documentary. It's shout out to Malvi Buddha. Um, he's this YouTuber who produces very, very well put together documentaries on various topics. Um, and this one, I I need to find the name. I'll plug it in if I find it. But it basically talked about. 
the whole paparazzi situation and mainly focus on Justin Bieber and how it drives people crazy. And he made some parallels to like footage of of people taking out their camera and putting it in the face of like regular random people like you and I and seeing how they react. And like these regular people were furious, like get the that camera out of my fucking face. What are you doing? Yeah. And then they would flip to like people doing that to Bieber and Bieber would calmly be like, hey, man, like you followed me like seven blocks back. I'm just trying to fucking meet with my mom. Can you like chill out and like not like yeah. we almost crashed into a fucking tree because you chased me down and would have like full on conversations with these paparazzi and people wouldn't ever see them. But obviously, if that's like and as a celebrity, yes, you expect this, but I think people use the amount of money they make as an excuse to like literally treat them like fucking zoo animals. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you're only making this money because of people like me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Shit. yeah. So that I think that's just wild and probably what you were referencing with the whole Britney situation. Yeah, dude, it's a, it's a must watch, bro. Like, I was like, down, I'm like, dude, am I really going to watch a fucking hour and a half Britney documentary? But yo, it's actually like really good. Um, it's good TV, but it's actually like pretty good insight into like, especially cause like, I think all of us, uh, especially this podcast, um, me going to therapy, I think everyone's trying to get better with mental health. It's very, it's, it's, it's easy to fucking see all the mental health things that she needed intervention in. And everyone was just like, go, go, go to work, go to work, go to work, go to work. So, uh, definitely, uh, recommend peeping that. Um, that's kind of all the things I had as far as on the rundown that really need to be addressed this, uh, this week. Uh, anything you want to cover before we get into some music? No, let's do it. All right. So heat of the week, episode 62, my dude, if it wasn't one of your own songs, uh, <laughs> what's, <laughs> oh, I just thought of it. So I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it, but when I was on YouTube, again, the, sometimes the algorithm on YouTube where Spotify is a a gold mine for me but this brought up a producer who basically made his own beats but decided to like uh redo a bunch of travis songs so not necessarily from like a specific album but like just a random uh okay. collection of recent songs one of them was franchise uh which a lot of people criticize i'm telling you if you hear this the remake with this beat it's like one of the best travis songs i've ever heard in my life um, Real, okay. I need people because I didn't get a chance to do it. Franchise 2.0. It's uh, the remix by Forgotten. The producer's name is Forgotten. Um, and the, the collection is called See You in Utopia. So that's like the full little like album that this guy made. Um, I guess it's supposed to be like a precursor to the Utopia album that's supposed to come right. out. But the hands down, it's the first song on the, this album. is called Franchise 2.0 by Forgotten. And the beat like if Travis needs to hire this motherfucker because the song's completely better than whatever he released with uh, M.I.A. M.I.A. and Young Thug. Thug. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I definitely I didn't get a chance because sometimes I know with the new iPhones you can now um, listen to YouTube and but still do other shit on your phone. So I forget about that though because like I'm like if I see a YouTube thing and I'm doing something else like driving or whatever I don't put it on because i'm assuming it's not gonna work but i know it does now so I'll, oh it I'll, does yeah it does you had to have premium no it works oh, okay that's i mean that's another reason why i would never listen to uh well like if someone sent me youtube shit i would be like i'll listen to it later um yeah that's but what happened it that. works now then that's yeah, amazing. i'll, I'll, I I'll peep that sure. uh i'll peep that later for sure 
Uh, for me, uh, dude, I found this song today because I just saw so much buzz about it. So I wanted to keep it for myself. It was the uh, six, not six nine. Absolutely fucking not. That was a joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Black and TJ have a, a song called "Calling My Phone." You heard it? Uh, yes, and it's with our our favorite IG personality in the oh, video. I haven't seen the video, so that's oh, I, I must really be a fan of the song because I haven't seen the video yet. So. <laughs> oh, that's the one with Janet uh, Guzman? Yeah, Janet Guzman, yeah. Ooh, bro, I gotta watch the video again. I gotta watch the video for the first time because I only heard the song. Yeah, she, I mean, she posted it 5,000 times, so. Okay, yeah, but I never, I didn't put two and two together that it's, uh, that's yeah. the black song that she was working on. Uh, oof, even more reason then. Uh, but yeah, definitely, <laughs> the song is fire. Um, I don't know, it was just like a nice R&B vibe that I feel like we really haven't gotten recently. Um, from a lot of artists, um, a lot of our favorite artists. So it was nice. And I, anything black, I'm a fan of, bro. Like anything black. So little TJ Black, uh, calling my phone it is my uh, heat of the week for episode 62. So I got, man. Anything you want to touch upon before we uh, get out of here? No, I just wanted to echo that. Like, black is. It drives me crazy when people call him Six Lack. I don't know why the fuck that would make any sense. But he's one of those artists where I feel like when he he when he's on a remix or just a song in general somehow he like just fits the vibe of it even if it's completely different than shit he's done in the past like it just makes sense he's done shit with i think like ariana grande and stuff or no selena gomez and he just like enhances it somehow yeah and what's funny i think you and i even spoke about when he initially cut his dreads off we're like, bro, are you crazy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just look like every yeah. other like little emo rapper. And like, yo, like it just like, I think he was so confident in his own art ability. Cause like, bro, that first album was bananas. And then dude, yeah, like, whenever he either freestyles or does a feature, yo, any feature he's on, he usually steals the song. Like always. So yeah, Black is a phenomenal artist that, uh, you know, hopefully we get a chance to see uh, perform live at some point this year or next yeah because he's definitely uh as far as these r&b dudes slash rappers like that russ i put him in the russ realm because he kind of does both you know right not you know like i don't think he's phenomenal at like at either the singing part or the rap part but like yeah. it's just really good like really yeah. really good music so uh yeah shout out to him um and hopefully we get some new music from him this year as well yeah i'd agree with that all right, dude, so let the people know where they can find us next week. And, uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Check us out at audio-theory.com uh, on all major streaming platforms, um, particularly YouTube, which, by the way, we were on pace to exceed 1,000 followers probably this week. Well, now um, today's the 23rd of February. Yeah, so thank you for the support. It seems like a lot of you, for whatever reason, love seeing black men get arrested in this case <laughs> <laughs> offset i don't know why the fuck that's so intriguing to everyone but we'll take it <laughs> um and eventually we'll pretty soon we should probably think about merch i know we have a couple donation links up if you guys want to support the channel we've been doing this for a minute now so it's it's nice to see it kind of finally pay off for both of us because yeah. this shit isn't um a walk in the park in terms of coming up with the topics and doing the editing and promoting it on social and shit so it's it's nice to see you guys actually wanting to tune into the content so please keep it up and, and tell your friends 
yeah, echo that 100%, dude. Uh, especially, uh, yeah, seeing those numbers go up is phenomenal. Uh, especially like when it's like, uh, when I have like conversations with like friends of mine or family, and they'll like bring up topics that we spoke about and like want to have more in-depth conversation. Because no longer like, I no longer like send it to them to like, hey, listen to it, right? Like at yeah. this point, I'm trying to get, we're trying to get more people that we don't know on. But it's cool when like people who you fuck with are like listening to it and like, oh shit, like, yeah, I, we did talk about that last week. That, that, yeah. That's cool. So yeah, guys, keep listening, uh, keep engaging. I mean, comment on it. Uh, we'll love to go back and forth with you. Uh, again, we're trying to have the clubhouse thing start popping off soon for us. Um, and as always, you know, you want some fire on your uh, your um, iPhone or Android device, go to fucking Spotify or Apple Music for the updated playlist. Uh, Heat of the Week will be dropping uh, very soon. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Love you too.